0: that true obedience is not just something external to us. It's manifested externally, but it's first internal, which also points to the need for the new birth. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth
1: Podcast. Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Now, in this podcast, we are seeking to answer any question you might have about doctrine, faith, practice, Bible verses, and the like. Now, if you're watching this podcast from YouTube or maybe listening on your favorite podcast app, we would love to hear from you and interact with the sort of questions you might have for Pastor Richard. The easiest way to get a question to us is by leaving a comment below the video or by going to our website and submitting a question. Our website is straighttruth.net. Now, at that website, you can find links to all of our previous episodes as well as merchandise and contact information. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. Well, Pastor, this is a question that we get often, and it could be that we've even answered it within another question uh, previously, but it has to do with degrees of sin. And, and you can understand why um, this is a challenging question. Um, the question goes like this, does God view all kinds of sin the same, or does He regard some as greater than others? And I guess the attendant question is, is, is there a punishment that's greater, um, let's just say, in hell? Um, than, than, than maybe others will experience. But are there greater rewards in heaven than maybe some who who know Christ will experience?
0: Yeah, I think there are indicators in the New Testament that there are degrees that exist both in terms of reward and in terms of punishment. And you know, when our Lord was on the earth, He rebuked certain cities because if Sodom and Gomorrah had heard the things that they heard, they'd have repented right, yeah. long ago, etc. So I do think with greater light comes greater responsibility. You and I were talking before we started this, you know, in the book of Hebrews, there's a reference to the fact that, you know, there's there's a greater punishment for those who now have heard the gospel, been exposed to the truth of the Christ who has come. Mm-hmm. And when you tread underfoot the blood of the Son of God, That's how right. much worse punishment can be expected? So mm-hmm. I think there are indicators of degrees of punishment and degrees of of reward. We can also say that that while every sin is worthy of death from the standpoint of God's holiness. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6 says. The free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. But the wages of sin is death. Even though all sin is equally damnable from that standpoint, Mm -hmm. all sins are not the same in terms of their effect in the human realm, in Mm -hmm. terms of their effect in the relational realm. So, Christ talked about the Pharisees and how they would tithe down to the very herbs present in their garden, but they were neglecting the weightier matters of the law. So even when you consider God's commands, there are certain things that are weightier than others. The repercussions are greater, the effects are greater. So, so I do think it's, it's true to say that there are degrees of sin with respect to their, their effect but all sin is sinful, and all sin is damnable, and, and so that's what I'd like for us to think about just for a moment together. Is mm-hmm. you know what makes sin sinful? Mm-hmm. I mean, we we think about disobeying the commands of God, transgressing the commands of God. What really is the sinfulness of sin? And at the end of the day, it is it, it is an attack on God Himself, mm-hmm. on what He deserves from us as His creatures. It, it is a, a bold attack on His honor, when we would take something that He has made clear to us as human beings and disregard it, mm-hmm. knowingly in some cases, stepping across the line. I mean, He has told us these things are worthy of death mm-hmm. and yet we go on in them anyway. And so it, it, is, it is the disregarding, it is the lack of reverence for who God is, it is the disregarding of His honor and His glory and His worthiness Mm -hmm. that makes sin exceedingly hateful. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we're asking about, I'm not saying this person is, but sometimes this question about degrees of sin, it's about whether we can afford to do something or not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This one's really bad Mm -hmm. and this one is kind (laughs) of bad. And we forget what makes all sin sinful and in, in that, if we think about it from, the, from that standpoint, then even the smallest transgressions would be something that I don't wanna be guilty of. So just taking the sin of adultery as, as an example, our Lord said that if, if a man looks upon a woman to lust after her, he's committed that sin in his heart already, right? I mean, you're getting to the very root of what is involved in every physical act of adultery. It begins in the mind, the heart. It is, according to the Old Testament, it's a covetous uh, the sin of covetousness. It's coveting someone else's wife or a woman who's not your wife. So that's a serious sin. But you read the book of Proverbs warning young men about sexual sin and it's described like taking steps down to the grave. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's being warned and he goes on to, writer of Proverbs warns about all sorts of things, how it's gonna affect this man's life. So you're warned then about the sin, not just at the heart level, but if it's physically committed, all of the repercussions of that sin in one's physical life as well. And those two things are not the same. So for a man to lust after a woman in his heart is, is great sin. It is to be rejected and cut off at that level, what goes on in our minds and in our hearts. But to say that the, the, the relational effects are exactly the same as if a man commits that sin physically, that would not be mm-hmm. true and so we, we we can note degrees of of the effects of sin i think in those sorts of ways and under, understand why we can make those distinctions but we must hate sin at the level of its offense against god mm-hmm. i mean that's the sinfulness of sin is is the fact that it doesn't reverence god as it should is this what jesus says in the sermon on the mount he
1: says you have heard it said you know this command Mm. But I say to you, and it seems like what he says, I mean, you, you brought up lust as, as one example, but even just take anger with brother, I say to you. Right. You're, you're committing murder in your heart or absolutely you're adultery in your heart. Like this is greater than what you previously thought. It's not this simple sin. There's a greater
0: sort of weight to this. What, what is he doing there? Is that- I think our Lord is dealing with what had, had become characteristic in many ways of the religion of his day and apostate the apostate forms of Judaism, and that is they had externalized righteousness and sinfulness. Okay. And so he's he's pointing to the to the heart level of the commands of God. That true obedience is not just something external to us. It's manifested externally, but it's first internal, which also points to the need for the new birth. Mm-hmm. Right? You you can you can be trained up in a religious system. And learn commands religiously. I mean, memorize huge portions of the Old Testament, talking about the Jews of the of the days of Christ, and externally pay very close attention, tithing down to the herbs in your garden. But if you're not born again, mm-hmm. you'll not enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Nicodemus, John chapter mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. You know, truly, truly, I to you, a man must be born again, born from above. So the o- the only way one can truly obey God, getting to the to the marrow of the commands of God is if his heart has been transformed by the grace of God and he is regenerate. He's a new creation, he has new life. Mm-hmm. And when you when you have that understanding of scripture, now you understand that I can commit sin, not just in what I do with my body, but what goes on in my mind. Mm-hmm. And so to obey God, if we think mm-hmm. in terms of obedience and not sin, to obey God means taking hold of what goes on in my mind. I wanna be faithful to my wife, not just with, my body. I want to be faithful to her with my my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And this even gets to the matters of gratefulness, right? Not being covetous. I want to be grateful for the wife that God has given me. I want to love her and be thankful for her. Mm-hmm. And when that's going on in my mind and heart, it doesn't leave room mm-hmm. for coveting what uh, someone else has. So yeah, I think it gets to, I think what our Lord is doing in, in the Sermon on the Mount and other places in the New Testament is pointing us to what true obedience is. Mm-hmm. And in fact, what a true Israelite was. Yeah, yeah. A true Israelite is not just someone who descended from Abraham physically, but someone who, who was, uh, who belonged to the faith of Abraham, mm-hmm. who'd experienced the grace of God as Abraham had. So a true Israelite is someone who, who knows God. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Straight Truth.
1: Now, we'd love for you to share this episode with friends and family and to subscribe. The easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, and there you will find links to all of our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. If you'd like to find out ways to help us to continue to produce this podcast, again, you can find that at the website, straighttruth.net.